Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Heart of Markness podcast, but actually it's like the 64th episode altogether because I've been throwing in a lot of bonus episodes to keep us sane during the quarantine. Plus it's fun. Tonight, my topic is Led Zeppelin. Last week, I played a Jimmy Page concert from 1983 that was a little more um, of a deep cut, and I promised something a little more user-friendly today. So we're going back to Led Zeppelin, and we are going to do uh, Led Zeppelin in Montreux, Switzerland, on March 7th, 1970. And it is a doozy. This is um, arguably, not very arguably, one of the must-have Zeppelin shows. It is awesome. The sound quality is good. And um, the sound quality is really wonderful because there's an excellent audio tape. uh, Audience. Audience tape. Obviously, it's an audio tape. um, That covers most of the show. And then there's an excellent soundboard that covers like the last four songs but one of those songs is how many more times and it's half an hour long and it's incredible it's incredible and um i've read references to a possible multi-track of this existing i don't know if that's true but the soundboard on this if we could get to the master of that is um professional i mean it could be a radio broadcast and i think this actually was broadcast on the radio Um, back in the day, but in any case, it is a doozy and it is, you know, 1970 Led Zeppelin early 1970, just a couple months, uh, fewer than two months after the Royal Albert Hall show that's on the Led Zeppelin DVD. So we're still in the era of plaid pants and sweater vests for uh, Jimmy Page, which is cool (laughs) because wear whatever you want, man. You're going to play like that. Wear whatever you want, son. Now I'm going to play a bunch of songs, and I actually had, I think, back in the old, old days, like episode 12, maybe, of the podcast, I played how many more times exclusively. Like, that was the only song of that po- of that episode, of this show, from this show. But um, I want to revisit it, because, first of all, there's more to the show. It's a great show. And how many more times, this is my favorite version of how many more times, but um, the rest of the show is insane. Um, including an early version of Since I've Been Loving You. Not as early as the rumored Royal Albert Hall one, but um, Led Zeppelin III did not come out for another seven months. So when they play Since I've Been Loving You, nobody's heard it before, and it is good. I mean, it's it's brilliant, actually. Um, But the whole goddamn show is because these are... I mean, Robert Plant is 21, John Bonham is 21. John Paul Jones is 20. La 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 la. Five? And Jimmy is... No, wait. I don't know. Now I'm lost. John Paul Jones is 24. Jimmy Page is 26. Whew. That got hard there at the end. (laughs) Alrighty. Well, what am I going to play? What am I going to play? What am I going to play? I've got a bunch of songs queued up for you. It's going to be a longer... Well, they're all about an hour long now, aren't they? Kind of what happens. I see that same thing happened to Dan Carlin. Ah, Spread out as you get comfortable. All right. Well, let's jump into 
a standard oldie but a goodie, Heartbreaker. And aside from being an excellent version of Heartbreaker, because when isn't there one in 1970, I love the beginning of this because they start with Jeff Beck's rice pudding, which is um, was ripped off and kind of tweaked a little and made a little funkier by Aerosmith for the song Sweet Emotion. And if you don't believe me, Steve Tyler said it himself. Um, it's just a funky little thing that they begin the song with. But da 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 da. But da 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 da. And why did I sing it to you when I'm going to be playing it for you? I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. But I don't want to ramble on too much, and I'm hitting five minutes, so let's just jump into it. Heartbreaker by the lovely young Led Zeppelin, Montreux, Switzerland, May 7th, 1970. See you in a few. This is a thing uh, with a death bike of Led Zeppelin 2. This is called Heartbreaker. <laughs>
playing that for an audience of 2,000. Imagine being one of 2,000 people at that Led Zeppelin show. And they are close to the stage. It's the stage is like chest height. Maybe, maybe head height for a standing human. And there can't be more than three feet between the stage and the audience. If that, it's incredible. It is incredible, the intimacy of this show. And that Heartbreaker was fun. I like it. I mean, Heartbreaker's a fun song anyway, but that was tight, and I love that Jeff Beck beginning. All right. Let's boogie on to the next song. ba 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 
let's do Since I've Been Loving You. I'm going to try and go sequentially, um, although we're not going to play every song from this show. I want to play the songs at least in the order that they were played, so you're not going to hear a song that was played five songs after, you know, before. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean Heartbreaker was <laughs> inarticulate mark. Um, Heartbreaker was the fifth song, or maybe the fourth song, because I think the first track on that was the introduction. This is the track seven, Since I've Been Loving You. Now remember, nobody in the audience had heard this song before. Nobody knows it exists because it's off of Led Zeppelin 3, which is more than half a year away from existing. Pretty, 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 pretty cool. All righty, since I've been loving you. Bop, bop, no, what's the note? Bop, 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 wow. I think that's it. Well, we'll see if we ha- if I have perfect pitch in a second. We'd like to uh, do the first first number from Led Zeppelin Three. Since I've been loving you. Against me, cry, baby. 
people don't treat me right. See, that was pretty low res. That was, I mean, it was a complete song, but 
Jimmy obviously hadn't fleshed out where he could go with that. They had the outline. He flubbed up a couple times because, first of all, it's a song, a work in progress. And second of all, I mean, he obviously hadn't come up with his rapid fire solos yet. And Robert didn't have the lyrics down. I mean, most of them, most of them. But if you noticed at the beginning, I can't remember now because I'm stoned, but um, he didn't have the same lyrics as that, you know, that are on the album, which is endearing. And it's also endearing to me to have the audience, first of all, have no reaction when he announces the song because it's like nobody at a concert's like, oh, here's a new song. Uh, you know, because you don't go to see Judas Priest to hear what's the new song that's not out yet. I mean, it's like if you're really into them, you're like, oh, this is cool. What's it going to be? But, you know, it's not as cool as like, hey, we're going to play something from Stained Glass. Um, Judas Priest, deep cut. But it was good to hear. I love these boys. I was thinking how they're kind of two different bands, broad, broad, broad strokes. You can break it down even more, but you could, you could make a nice chop between the 73 and the 75 tour. Um, with a gradient cause 73, I mean, there's still 75 feel at times, a 75 fluidity, um, that is marred a little, but there's a lot more long songs, and then you get into 77 and 78, and it's just like, it's all a whole different machine. Anyway, I'm not being very articulate tonight, I apologize. But we're playing good music, so that should be what you're happy about. Let's get on with the good music. Okay, now we're getting into the soundboard recording part of the show. So, although that sound quality was very good, you're moving into really good sound now and oh i said i was going to play them in order didn't i well the next thing is a very very long how many more times at this point in their career how many more times was their showpiece i mean dazed and confused was jimmy's showpiece for sure but and whole lot of love was always is is whole lot of love but at least for this show and at this point in their t- at, at their in their touring career, how many more times was for a little while the one where you've got the violin bow, which you also have nays and confused, um, but you have the blues jams and all that stuff that kind of shakes down in the pachinko machine of life into a whole lot of love for the rest of their career. And um, they had done. Yeah, no, that's about right, isn't it? Yeah, Totally. Because then it moves into a whole lot of love, I guess, after this. Very interesting. Okay, in any case, you're going to get how many more times? My favorite performance of how many more times. Not saying it's the best. That's subjective. But this is my favorite. And um, I love Robert's intro. And the band goes into, you know, in, in, like, in the same way that they went into Rice Pudding at the beginning of Heartbreaker... They go into Credence Clearwater's Suzy Q at the beginning of How Many More Times. And there was a period of time while touring together, or not together, but, you know, contemporarily, that Stu Cook, the drummer for Credence and John Bottom, spent time just jamming together. I think maybe even in a hotel lobby or something, rock star like that. But, um,. So it's cool. Anyways, I love hearing Zeppelin play other people's stuff. Um, That's kind of what they do, isn't it, Mark? Didn't they steal all their songs? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Very good. Very good. Have you played Stairway Backwards? Um, but I, I like it when they, first of all, I love when they do cover songs, as you guys know. And I love it when they do these little nods. And uh, it's a cool riff, just like Rife's Pudding is a cool riff. The Susie Q, you know, which you'll hear in a second. It's happy. It makes me happy. And it also makes me happy that there are people just, I mean, an arm's length from these guys, these kids playing on a very slightly raised, like, like card table height stage. And they're just there to impress. They're playing Montreux, you know, a classy town in a classy country. And um, I think they're playing the casino. I'm not sure. I guess I could look, couldn't I? I think it's the. I know Claude Nobbs was the promoter for this show, and he. I also, I believe, did the the, the um, Montreux Jazz Festival as well, which John Paul Jones played as Etta James bass player in 1975. And there's a video of that you can get on YouTube and watch him play. I mean, he's not featured because it's an Etta James concert, but every once in a while, you're like, hey, that's John Paul Jones playing bass for Etta James. He's the coolest guy, and he flies under the radar so much. And I know I keep saying I'm going to do a Jonesy episode, or uh, and I will, and it'll be awesome when I do, but obviously that's not happening now. But I have gotten, every single week, I give you guys content. I haven't let you down yet in that way. And I try to make quality and quantity mesh. I do my best. I do my best. All right, what am I doing? Oh, looking for the venue. Montreux. Montreux, Montreux, Montreux. Doink. Montreux Casino. Yeah. Montreux, March 8th? No, 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 no. March 7th. Holy shit, did I lie to you? What did I say before? March 3rd? No, I didn't. March 7th, 1970. Oh, it's a press clipping on LedZeppelin.com. And I would read it to you, but it's in whatever they speak in Swiss French. Swiss French, I guess. Yeah, sorry. Un myth, un musique. I can read that. I think it means um, store in a cool, dry place. Anyway, oh, see, I'm babbling again. Sorry, I said I wasn't going to do that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. How many more times? March 7th at the Casino Montreux, Switzerland, promoter of Claude, promoted by Claude Nobbs. Led Zeppelin, March 7th, 1970. How many more times? See ya. We're gonna uh, finish with a thing called How Many More Times? And we want you to get together! Zeppelin, a bass guitar and Hammond organ, 
John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. On drums. John Bonham. Lead guitar, Jimmy Page. And myself, Robert Plum.
I love it. I love it on these songs that have a million, that are medleys and have a million songs sandwiched in. I love it when they drop back into the original song. And the crowd's like, oh yeah, this is how many more times. And those 700 little songs were right between, you got me, I got you in the sights of my, and love and gun. Cute. I love that. And uh, the medley songs were Boogie Chillin', which is, um, or Let That Boy Boogie kind of thing, which these songs fell into a whole lot of love over the course of the next year when a whole lot of love became their showpiece. And um, so they, they, they kept playing several of the same songs, but how many more times was where it, they kind of first landed? That and in the middle of communication breakdown. So we played Boogie Chillin', Bottle Up and Go, my Baby Left Me, Jenny Jenny, Little Richard song, and then Into the Lemon song. Good stuff. And yep, 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 there were some words that are not uh, kosher anymore. But it's uh, 50 years ago. More than, well, slightly more than 50 years ago. And uh, it's a great song. Move along. We're all adults. So that was the end of the show. Their encore is Communication Breakdown, which... I am going to play for you now. And it has it, it it's a it's a unique little version. This is an interesting time in the lives of young Zeppelin. Um they're pulling no, they're growing out of their Heartbreaker, whole lot of love, punching through, saying, Look at us. And they're developing into um a more refined musically sophisticated while still super hard rock. I mean, the blues are still there, but there's uh, a tremendous amount of growth music, you know, compositionally between uh, I Can't Quit You Baby, which is just a Willie Dixon blues song, which is great anyway, and Since I've Been Loving You, which is theirs. It's a, mi- they, it's a minor blues. There's a lot more to it structurally, and uh, they're developing. Our boys are growing up. And none of them were 30. <laughs> In fact, two of them were only 21. Jesus Christ, these boys. Alrighty. So after that, don't forget, this is only in front of 2,000 people. That's nothing. That's like... That's like this podcast audience. I mean, it's, it's cumulative. It reaches more than that over time. But that initial boom. Unreal. Unreal, these guys. All right. Enough babbling. Communication breakdown, shall we? We shall.
Bonsoir, my beloved friends, bonsoir. Wasn't that great? Right now, as I'm speaking, I am uploading this to my mega site so that it will be available the entire show for download tomorrow. I've set to post at 2 a.m. May 1st on heartofmarkness.com. So go there. This is Pacific Standard Time or whatever we're in, Pacific time. Whatever time it is now here in Oregon. Um, it's going to post May 1st, 2 a.m. Pacific time. And then you can grab it, the entire show, and own it to your heart's content. Listen to it, possess it, take it, use it, make it yours. And the set list for the whole show opens with the introduction, and then we're going to groove, I Can't Quit You Baby, Dazed and Confused, Heartbreaker, White Summer, Black Mountainside. And remember, this is a period where you want to listen to that song. This isn't like 77 and 1980 where it's like, Jimmy, Jimmy, why? This is where it's inventive and awesome. Since I've Been Loving You, the organ solo, which again is fun and cool to listen to because Jonesy's awesome, morphing right into Thank You, What Is and What Should Never Be, Always a Fun Song Live, Moby Dick, How Many More Times, Whole Lot of Love, which is really good because they don't have the theremin thing yet, so you just have Jonesy running his hands up and down the keyboard of the uh, organ or the electric piano, I can't quite tell, and uh, it's wild, it's fun, it's young, and then uh, after Whole Lot of Love, Communication Breakdown, you should totally have this show. You should totally have this show. And this is um, audience soundboard mix to make the show complete. What is it exactly? What is it exactly I'm giving you? I'm giving you a mantra divinity revision. Divinity is the excellent audience source. I had been listening to Intimidator for years, but it, the audience portion of that song, uh, of that of that release, is uh, harsher than this. This is the way to go. At least what I found. There may be a better one out there, but you can have this one if you like the way it sounds. Long-winded Marky. Heartofmarkness.com is my website. Almost all the podcasts are on there. Where applicable, you'll be able to get the complete recording of whatever show I'm talking about, and that includes the bonus quarantined episodes. The last one of those I did was Bad Company, 1975, in Boston. That's a good one. You should listen to that. I was surprised, because, I mean, Bad Company is, like, for me, definitely a greatest hits album band. Like, that's what I owned from them, and I knew their, what was the album, 10 from 6? I knew those songs, and I liked 7 from 10 (laughs) of them. And uh, this show is really, really good. It's their first headlining tour in Boston, taped by Joe Maloney. 
high energy. They do uh, Mott the Hoople song because their guitarist was from Mott the Hoople, which was just Ready for Love. Ready for love. Ooh, I'm ready for love. I didn't know that that was a, a, originally a Mott the Hoople song. Cool. And then they also do, um, shit, I can't remember the name of the song. It's a free song. It's not All Right Now and it's not Wishing Well. Preacher? Something like that? The Stealer? Something like that. Thus, oh wait, I might be able to look at it right now. Can I? Oh shit, I can't. Well, I'm sorry. Whatever it is, it's good. Great, great, great show. Paul Rogers' voice is unbelievable. And uh, so yeah, you can grab that. Heartofmarkness.com Follow me if you're on Twitter. Let's be friends. Follow me on Twitter at Heart of Markness. If you're on Facebook, join the Facebook group, Heart of Markness. They're the first ones that get the podcast by, you know, minutes or seconds, but they're the first. And you can talk to me. You can talk to dozens of other people who like the show and like Led Zeppelin and classic rock. Maybe you make some friends, find out some stuff you didn't know, connect with some people. It's a great place to hang out. Everybody's nice. So you've got your Twitter, you got your Facebook, you got your heartofmarkness.com, which means it must be time for Patreon. It is. Patreon, if you like what I'm doing, if it makes you happy, if you like me and think I'm awesome, if you, much more likely, like Led Zeppelin and think they're awesome, and like what I'm doing, if this makes you happy, and you feel like supporting it directly. You don't have to. Let me stress this. Times are tough. It's a weird time. And even in the best of times, this is a free podcast. Always going to be. This is not arm twisting. This is not televangelizing. This is just, hey, this is how this works. If you like this and you want to help support it, you're welcome to go to Patreon slash Heart of Markness. And I've got a few different packages, but basically you can get an extra episode a month um, every month. And, but mainly it's, it's supporting the podcast, uh, literally helps pay for the hosting on SoundCloud. It helps pay for the mega site where I'm uploading these shows where you can get them nice and secure helps pay for the website, which is a part of markness.com. You know, helps get, uh, you know, if I need a new laptop, new computer, which I'm going to eventually, cause this one's 10 years old, although it's awesome. Um, and help support me. I mean, I don't know why I'm tiptoeing around it. Yes. If you feel like kicking me down some money, Patreon, I would welcome it. It would legitimately help make my life better. Excuse me. I'm going to cough. <coughs> and, uh, let's, in addition to getting an extra podcast every month, you get your name read every episode. Here it is. The roll call. Of those who make this happen, those upon whom, upon whom, upon whose shoulders rest the Heart of Markness podcast, the titans of classic rock podcasting, Avi, Bill, Danielle, David, other David, Jeremy, Mark, Mimo, Peter, and Tracy, each and every one of you, thank you very much. Truly, truly, madly, deeply, you help improve my life during these weird times where I'm only working half half time. This uh, 
This helps. So thank you. And also, conversely, life is weird and shit's unstable. If this is an expense that's no longer feeling right to you, you don't have to keep being a patron if it's weird or you're just done or if, you know, whatever reason. It's cool. I will love you forever. Thank you very much for what you've done. Thank you very much for what you're doing. Oh, it's the end of the month. Well, thank you very much for paying me again in a three hours specific time. Love you. Oh, that means I have to give you guys another episode next month, huh? Well, thanks to the feedback, I know what I'm going to do. These guys get good stuff. These guys get secret squirrel studio outtakes, rehearsals, stuff that I can't play publicly. Oh, love it. Nothing official. Nothing officially released. Calm down, lawyers. Um, so, yeah, that's it. If you want to be a patron, be a patron. Look into it. It feels good. If you don't want to be a patron, no worries about no worries. No worries. Thank you for listening. If you want to help me out without paying me, leave me a review on whatever podcast platform you're on. I know you hear it from every podcast almost as much as you hear audible commercials. Um, but the reason you hear it is because it's legit. You leave me a review. It helps the algorithm. It tells whatever podcast platform you're leaving uh, your review on that I am relevant, that I count, that I'm being listened to, and that when people search for Led Zeppelin, Classic Rock, Jimmy Page in their podcast search bar, there's a higher chance that when the machine is looking for it, they'll go, oh, Led Zeppelin, Uh, this guy, Heart of Markness. So yeah, if you want to leave a review and you have the time and the gumption, I would really, truly welcome it. All right, well... That's it for another episode of the Hot of Markness. I've got a couple things in the pipe as far as bonus quarantine episodes. Um, I'm hesitant about the kinks and the Rolling Stones. Sound quality's not quite there for me. I'm gonna have to listen very closely and see, because I don't want to. I don't want to play an eh, audience recording of a Kinks show when it, this is primarily a Led Zeppelin. I can't justify listening to an okay audience source from a band that's not, you know, Led Zeppelin, or it's like something that's not like you have to hear this. Um, the Rolling Stone show. I might, I've also downloaded a shitload of rush shows for a friend of mine. Hi, Mark. Um, like a show from 84, a show from 90, a show from 91, a show from 82, another show from 84. What the hell? Do you like Rushmark? Kinda. Saw them live. They were amazing. Um, Yeah, so we'll see. I've got some stuff up my sleeve for you. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Love you very much. Take care. Wash your hands, etc. La la la, I haven't hit stop yet.